Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Coach Insider podcast. My name is Swizz, here to finalize our Super Coach BBL team discussions. We've got the Hobart Hurricanes rounding us out with, it, with this portion of the chat. But before we get into that, as always, check us out on all our social media platforms, in particular YouTube and Spotify, and in, get in contact with us on Twitter, Super Coach Insider 100 or Swizz 26. All right, the fixture straight off for the Hurricanes, they do not have a buy, which is very handy. The unfortunate part is their double is not till round seven. Uh, so potentially you could look at stashing one or two of these players that could come in and be involved uh, involved um, in later rounds. But the problem is because they don't have that uh, double game in round one, it's very hard to sort of field one of these players who, for the Hurricanes, they are quite expensive um, players compared to some of the others. Come round seven, we're going to want to try to fit a couple of these in and they probably close out the season uh, in rounds eight and nine. But um, there is one player that a lot of people are looking at starting. 48% of teams, of them, 76% have them on the bench, and that's Ben McDermott. Now, 88K for a reason, and he had, did have a poor year last year. Um, they had scores of 17 0-17, 12-0, So you can see why some people are looking at fading him. Uh, he did have a, a brief period there where he scored a 98 and 135 and, and was sort of... Um, Riding that bit of roller coaster where originally he started off at 198k and managed to bump himself back up to 155 before falling dramatically in price. But then you go back two years ago and he was the second highest um, second highest averager for the season 73 uh, points he scored that year, and that was on the back of a massive 347 point round as well as a 206 point round. Uh, he managed to get himself up to 262k through that period and actually sustained that 260k even though he got a zero in between there so um, you know he, very destructive top order batsman um, that at 88k I think it's more than well worth the risk to put him on your bench and it does give you that flexibility in that wicket keeping batting lines up so yeah it'd be somebody who I'd recommend definitely starting uh, outside of that uh, the only one that really stands out is Nikhil Choudhury, who's been playing up in the uh, Queensland Premier League, has had some really good form up there. I think he was averaging about 50 at one stage, uh, did make a very nice 100. Uh, so he could potentially come in. The only problem is he may see himself in and out of sides. 18% are currently picked. So I think a lot of people are thinking even if he doesn't play, he could be a good um, loophole option. Um, now, I don't usually like starting non-playing players, but in Jordry's, uh case, you know, at 42K, it does allow you flexibility, not only between the bat and bowler, which he is, um, taking up both of those positions, but at 42K, that cash that you could save um, can be put to good use elsewhere. So, uh, and if he does get an opportunity, he could definitely make an impact this season. Um, they do like to probably play the two spinners. I think that's the way they'll go now that Darcy Short's not there. So they do have Hatsagula, who has come across, who I think was playing for the Scorchers. Um, and Pat, Paddy Dooley, we saw how well he played last year. Uh, so they do like that. But if they did have an injury or form, um, you could see Chaudhry. I'm going to go with that. He um, coming in and playing a role. The... Um, Going well, going through their kind of lineup, uh, Caleb Jewell, Matty Wade, both you know good batsmen. Wade will 
most likely take the gloves. Sam Hain is somebody who's a little bit of interest just because of that price at 116. But again, it's hard to start him and even Corey Anderson at 105 just because they don't have the doubles. Um, but if you were looking at potentially saving some money, there is potential there. Tim David, personally, a bit of avoiding. He is in uh, 9% of teams at the moment. And as much as um, yeah, he is a destructive player in that middle order for Australia and does have the potential to have big big rounds. I kind of don't like players who are coming in that that late in an innings and don't actually impact through other ways via, say, bowling or wicket-keeping. So at 158k, I think that's a pass. Chris Jordan at 106k has crossed, uh, been picked up in the, the BBL draft. Uh, so that was one of the, uh, I think that was their first round pick that they they took Jordan off, which was the Sydney Sixers. Um, so he is currently a massive pod, only in 3% of teams. 106K is quite a good value for him. And when we we're talking about other players, um, you know, at, at that sort of price range, you know, um, your, your Walters, for example, um, maybe it's not the, the case of starting Jordan first week, but if he was to look like being here for a significant amount of time, um, you could potentially, uh, you know, maybe move one of those players to save some cash and have him just playing until uh, why why you have the opportunity while he's here. So, um, you know, he, he did put up a couple of years ago a period of time where he went 84, 94, 127. Uh, so some good numbers, got himself up to 190K. So a play that could very easily make you 60 to 80K. Uh, yeah, so there's no problems there. Nathan Ellis, really like him as a player, but yeah, hard to start at the 152K. And um, just because, you know, again, he's not going to have those double matches. Um, he will have some big impact games, but uh, and it showed last year he had the three tons, one included 153, but at 152k, very hard to pay him for pay that much for a guy that's not playing um, any double games anytime soon. The other one that uh, I'd just be completely avoiding is Paddy Dooley at 200,000. Actually, somebody sent me a team with him in, and as as much as he had a terrific season last year, was the best cash cow to own. Went from 70k up to uh, 180k and managed to average 64. It's just too overpriced for a guy that um, yeah doesn't have any double matches during there. So. Uh, at best, I'd probably be trying to avoid a lot of these Hurricane plays, which is disappointing because they are a good team to watch. But if you don't have McDermott, I'd probably be trying to get him in. Um, it's not going to cost you a lot to find uh, to get a player who you know, could potentially be one of the best Super Coach BBL players to own. So that's the Hurricanes. We'll finalise with that, and we'll be back with uh, team reviews and also my final team. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye.